Brownsville, Brooklyn zone, Ontario, Canada zone. Joining me here on the show here tonight, Mad Max Radio, Live 365, iHeart Radio, Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Jay Swish is in the building. Jay, how's it going, man? Shit, bro, just working. See him where I'm at. I'm in the studio right now. That's right. You already working. I know you have the third project on the way right now, but is this something that's gonna be preparing for after the third project? Yeah, I'm o- I'm always working. Like I never stop. I never stop recording. I never like it's just a continuous thing. Like I'm in the studio mostly like every day of the week. And how I put my projects together is like it depends on the mood I'm going for the season. All of that plays a part into like what I'm trying to convey and like my projects and stuff like that. Something that's interesting with your story and your music is that you're not afraid to convey your messages and the feelings that you're going through in your life. So what are you currently going through right now that we could expect off this upcoming project? If you feel free at sharing that. I mean, it's going to be like a, like right now, you know, it's a season of like mental health and stuff like that. A lot of people go through a lot of things like, you know, up there in, in that sense. So I'm going to be talking about like the way that I, that I deal with like my, 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 um, my mental state, basically, like my ups and downs and stuff and my struggles like that. And also, too, you know, it's not just completely all of that, because, you know, also, too, it's cuffing season and, and heartbreak season and all of that. So, you know, yo, the women, they love that song. They love that, that song. That, that's my favorite song from you. Just by listening to it, I went through your whole catalog. There's just something about that. That's that's a hit maker to me. No, nah, I appreciate that, bro. For real. Thank you. Lemons to Lemonade. You have a lot of interesting songs on there that conveys a message. And my condolences would happen to your mom and learning about her background because she was a gospel singer. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Man. And um, yeah, that she was my um, I feel she was my fan before I had any fans. You know what I'm saying? She's the one that really made me want to pursue music. Sure. And doing my research behind the scenes and everything, when you told your parents that you wanted to rap, I heard that they weren't really fond of it at first. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, because they um they feel like there's like no money in music because they're not in tune to what's going on right now. They don't know that there's a lot of artists that's really making a great living off of music. They don't they're like stuck in like the the old days, like you know, you know what I'm saying, like Biggie and stuff like way back. They don't really they're not in tune. They wasn't in tune to what's going on. Type no. shit. They wanted to me, they wanted me to be like a doctor or some shit like that. But that's not me. But most West Indian parents, they want their kids to be something of that nature, like a doctor or some shit. But it wasn't my it wasn't my thing. Your your major influences are Drake and Tory Lanez. I know that already, especially coming from Canada. You've been in the room with Tory Lanez. We'll get into that. But once you come to the yeah. States, you come to Brooklyn, Brownsville, you're in a, a Target in Maryland. You picked up Epiphany by T-Pain. Buy you a drink. That was the first hip hop album that introduced you into the waves here in Wanted you to get started. Right. Yeah, that's the first. That's the first um album that I ever bought. Like I went into the store and got it, and it really just like something fresh to my ears. Like the melodies, the 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 melodies he was using, and the thing about it, T Pain could really sing. So he was using the auto tune and really singing. So it just made it sound extra crazy. I'm like, oh shit! Like what is this? Like that's what made me fall in love with like melodies and shit like that for real. Giant Catflow was the one who brought you around on tour. You learned a lot from him and even being in these rooms with Tory Lanez. So tell me what you learned from Tory Lanez while being in that room. Um, definitely work ethic. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be the best, you got to outwork everybody. You know what I'm saying? Especially not only outworking the people that you see, it's also outworking that kid in his room who's super hungry, who's making 100 songs a day. You know what I'm saying? And with Tory, 
he's gonna go song after song after song after song, just literally just recording, recording, no sleep type shit. And so, I like how, how versatile he is too. Right, right. So you know, I'm 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 a versatile artist, but everything I do is still gonna be me, still gonna be my sound. But you know, there's a lot of things that I could do, and sometimes. The thing about you might have to hold back till you get to a certain level to show people like, you know what I'm saying? Like they not they ready for this. Exactly. And I could just tell from that, from listening to your two EPs already, you got a third one on the way from I'm him. I'm really him. And it's really something to boost your confidence up when you want people, especially your fans, to feel good. You want them to look at themselves in the mirror and say that that I'm the person. This is really him who's in the mirror. And building up the confidence because you said before with everyone going through the mental health struggles from nowadays so was there ever a feeling because you you convey your feelings through your music was there ever a time when you felt held back on not wanting to really put out there how you were feeling about yourself nah never because i want people to relate to me you know what i'm saying and i'm gonna be an open book i'm gonna lay my laundry out in my music you know what i'm saying like i'm not scared to talk about my faults. I'm not scared to talk about the fucked up shit that I that I did or that I'm doing or or whatever it is, because somebody could relate. And that's what music is about. So I don't care about, you know, what I'm saying I don't give a fuck. I must talk about it. If I'm going through it, I'm going to talk about it. No, that's you know real. Drake and Tory Lanez, two major inspirations I brought up before. What are your thoughts on Tory Lanez sending him all these features and all these songs these years and, and Drake just ducking his requests? Man, um, I would say this. I'm glad that Tory didn't feed into having people wanting him to beef with Drake. You know what I'm saying? He never said anything out crazy and stuff like that. And maybe when the time is right, it'll it'll happen. You know what I'm saying? They both two talented artists. They both could stand on their own two feet. And when it's the right time, it's just going to be the right time. Maybe it's just not the right time right now. So... Because I know Drake kind of went to bat for him a little bit on the new collaboration tape with 21 Savage. And that became a controversial line. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see if they eventually link up here. That would be big for the whole candidate scene for them to get on the track together. That would be huge, especially with the back and forth from all the years. That would be huge. That record is going to go stupid crazy, like crazy. And, and, And Tory Lane's new album was fire, too. So yeah, fire for real. I, to be honest, like I don't think Tory has not one bad album, mm. in my opinion. Like I really think that he's that good. Like I don't think he has any bad albums. Like I really fuck with his music. He really impressed me when he did Alone at Prom. The fact that he said, "I'm gonna take an '80s concept album and just make Who's it my doing own." That? No Who's one's doing that. No one's doing that. That's yeah. so different. Like <laughs> it's to tell you, like his talent, his talent. Like he's a super talented nigga. Like for real. Absolutely. And I look forward to even seeing you work with him, especially other people that you work with. I want to get into this feature with John Wick and working with Rowdy Rebel. So tell me how this came about. Um, so basically it was uh, um, the the record originally was just me on it. And um, what had happened was. Uh, some through the through different channels, Rowdy heard the record, he fucked with it and decided to um, decided to get on it. So we linked up in the studio and we made it happen. And yeah, that shit, that shit, that's it. And then we shot the video and that's how that shit came about. And I just played, I just played um not too long ago and a couple of days ago in a celebrity game with Rowdy, basketball game. Wow. How was that? Shit was dope. It was dope. Rowdy, Rowdy get busy on the court. He get busy on the court. I heard that you can because that's where your name came from. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I do my thing. I do my thing. I do my thing. Okay. But, you know, I took a, I took a little backseat from playing ball because I'm just so focused on music now. I'm not I'm not as nice as I was before, but I still I still get busy. Who's the nicest baller rapper of all time, in your opinion? Rapper? Yeah, basketball player. Mm. Damn, I feel like Chris Brown is really nice, but he's not a rapper though. But he's really fucking nice. I'm not. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm trying to think. Um. I mean, you could say, you could say, I mean, Shaq was a rapper. Kobe was a rapper. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? You could, you could, it's, that's, that's the cheat code right there. But yeah. Like, <laughs> to, shit. Uh, you can go with them, but you're, you have so many other interests, not even just in music. Fashion is something that you take part in. You actually go and pick out the fabrics for your own clothing line with no landing. Yeah. I think I was yeah, reading yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's soon beyond the way. Yeah. I really love fashion because I feel like, that's another way that I could express myself without music. You know what I'm saying? And I just love, I just love how clothes make you feel. When you when you look good, you feel good. So when I'm creating my um my line, it's definitely gonna make you feel good about yourself and it's gonna be quality. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna you're gonna feel like you really bought something that's that's worth the bread, that's worth the money. You know what I'm saying? It's not no bullshit. And it's not, I wanna make it clear that it's not merch, it's actually a line. That's fire. I'll be looking forward to that and especially the designs that you have. Now, when it comes to fashion, what's more important, the price slash brand or how it looks? Because people often go to get something if it's the brand. I feel like how it looks and how it feels, the fabric itself, how it looks and how it feels is more important than the brand. Because I see a lot of I see a lot of like, you know, designer shit and I just be like, that shit is trash. Like me, I don't give a fuck about like brand name do i do i like designer shit yeah do i have designer shit yeah i do but it's not about that because you can wear designer from head to toe and look stupid it's really how you put that shit on you feel me and i feel like i know how to put things together i could look at something if it's ten dollars if i think it's fire i'm gonna wear it you know what i'm saying in your mind I, i want you to drop some some fire right here what's an overrated brand coming from your own someone that's in the fashion world and having his own line what's an overrated designer brand in your mind overrated designer brand damn that's tough i feel like because it's hard to say because i feel like designer period is kind of like overrated because i feel like people put too much into like like the different designer brands that they feel like if you just got that shit on, oh, I'm fly, when it's really not the case. Like wearing designer shit doesn't, doesn't just make you fly. It's how you put it together and how you put it on. So I'll say like like designer period is kind of like overrated type shit, even though I do fuck with designer. So I would say that. I can't, I can't pick out any particular brand in itself. Mm. I want to get into I'm Really Him with this new EP. Tell me, how is it working with Cranium? Nah, that shit was dope. You know, Cranium is a super dope artist. He heard the record through um Ron from Dev Jam, decided to to um get on it, and then we got into the studio, and he would just it was just it was just a vibe. He was telling me like all the places that he been he been in like like for example like the UK, how they're so open to to different forms of music. Like their ears is like more open than anywhere else. He was telling me just like experiences that he that he deal with like going to different countries and how people was receiving the music and stuff like that. 
So it was definitely like more past the feature and past just the song that we worked on. It was dope just chopping it up and just him telling me like certain things that I haven't even experienced yet. Like really like going out like, you know, overseas and, and, and performing and stuff like that. I haven't reached there yet, but it was dope to like, you know, hear about it and shit like that because I soon be on my way. Absolutely. You're really going to be on your way here, especially me listening to the two EPs. I really think you're one of the up and coming superstars in, in hip hop right now. People, they they can keep sleeping until the bed breaks, as Tory Lane says in the song. So. <laughs> but, but this is soon coming right now. And when we really look at it, because you, you have both landscapes, because you come from Canada, you've been in Brownsville, Brooklyn. What, what's something that you were able to take away from both Canada and the U.S. that you were able to apply to your craft? It could be on the business side of music, anything. Um, I would really say that most of like all my development when it comes to music is really from being out here, like in, um, in like, in like Brownsville and stuff like that. I feel like being out here really crafted, like how I look at music and stuff like that. And me being around like people like Johnny Cashflow, Tori, even my mom put me on to certain things about like, like musically related. So I would say it's not really it's really like people in the environment that I've been around that really like, you know, develop my knowledge on music. And I'm still learning. I'm a student of the game. Like, you know, like I have a really dope manager. Shout out to Panama. Shout out to Solo. But, you know, when Panama came along my team, I did learn a lot because he don't he don't work with like a lot of like, you know, people and he's well connected. So I'm, I'm just soaking up game. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. And I heard that they're they're not the t- typical yes men because they're real critical, especially in your performances. When you rehearse for these things, you rehearse in your own studio and they tell you if, if you're messing up. Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like having a team that keep it all the way 100 with you and hard on you. It's like it's like tough love. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you want to be the best, you got to be able to take criticism. You can't be sensitive. Like, I'm not a sensitive nigga. Like, that's why I'm never going to drop any whack shit like you know what i'm saying i'm never gonna drop no trash because the people around me is not gonna let me drop no trash ass shit you know what i'm saying and and i really take this music thing seriously it's not just about money i love music i love what i put out to the world and what i present so everything that i present it gotta be the best otherwise it's not coming out and i appreciate you being so different in this music genre because when i did my research on you a lot of people are asking you oh how come you're not a drill artist because you're from brooklyn and that's the trendy thing I'm for people doing something unique. Stop following the wave, make a name for yourself. Because in the end, these people that are following the one trend, they're all going to die out. We're not going to talk about them in 20 years. We'll be talking right. about Pop Smoke and Fabio, but we're not going to be talking about too many more of them. Right, Just right. And, what it is. and my thing about it is I'm trying to make, like the people that I look up to musically, they make timeless music. That means that I could go back to a song that they did a decade ago, eight years ago, whatever, and it's still slapping to this day. Like, that's what I want. Like, I want people's kids' kids to know Jay Swishes. And in order for that to happen, I have to make music that's going to stand the test of the time. You feel me? So that's what that's that's where my um my drive comes from when it comes to making the type of music that I make. And I'm fine being the outlier. People going this way, why would I want to be over there? I'm going to stand on over here. That's what makes me different. Exactly. And speaking of music that stood the test of time, Brownsville, we know MOP has came out of Brownsville. So how well versed are you with MOP and how much have they played an inspiration into your music as well? Um, I did do my research and go back and stuff like that. But as as of like like influence wise, yeah, um, I can't I can't say that they 
influence, but I definitely did my research and went back and 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 tapped in, you know, as I should. Yeah, legends in the game right now. Who's a legend that you would love to work work with? Because I know we always gonna get into the future collaboration, but who's a '90s legend you would love to get on a track with? A '90s legend. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I would love to do a record with Diddy. To be mm. honest, I would love to do a record with Diddy. Um, my my favorite, like one of my in my top five, I really fuck with Styles P. I would like to okay do from the locks. Yeah, I, I I really fuck with Styles P. I would like to do a record with him, like you know, because I feel like Styles P is like underrated. I feel like he's super dope. Yeah, Jadakiss is always overshadows him when it comes in the locks, but I, to me, Styles P lyrically, lyrically, I, think, I always say that. I yeah. always I always get into the base with people about that, but it's all good. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that 100%. With performances, I know you were taking a little bit of a hiatus just a step back at a time, but you, you're looking to pick things back up. What's been the highlight performance for you thus far throughout your career? Um, I feel like uh, I had did a show um, last year with um, at, with Ken Carson. That's Playboy Cardi's artist mm-hmm. at the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Mirage. And it was like a sold-out show. It was really dope. I feel like that was one of the biggest shows that I did it was so it was packed from the gate in front of the till all the way to the back like it was such a vibe I want to see you on that summer jam stage yeah I, I can't yeah I, I want to touch the summer jam stage and I want to touch rolling loud stage as well like I feel like I would shut both of them shits down Coachella so, for sure and I feel like I got the the type of records that I got I could do all of those so right now I'm just trying to you know keep working keep building up the buzz keep building up my fan base that way I could get on those stages. I wanted to get into a couple topics here. I know you're meeting your manager. We're talking back and forth here. I want your thoughts on the whole Deion Sanders thing that's been going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not too versed with, um, with, um, the, the Deion Sanders situation. Can you break it down for me? Like what's been going on? I've been hearing that, that he he's going to be taking an offer with Colorado. I was reading about that. He's leaving his own, Black college, and he, he's going to mm-hmm. be going to Colorado because he got a better offer, supposedly. Right. So, what are your I thoughts? Feel like, on that? I feel like people do what's best for them. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what the behind the scenes is if you're not on the person's team. And certain times, like people don't see that; they just looking at it from a surface level. They don't know what's going on behind the scenes that made him make that decision. You know what I'm saying? So, people just do what's best for them. Now, you know what I'm saying? I respect that he got to do his best. got to do his good for him. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving being dropped by Nike. Um, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this world is so sensitive that it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, you can't, you can't have your, your own thoughts. You can't speak. It's like you got to be filtered all the way and you got to like conform to a certain way of thinking. And it's really like shitty that you can't really have your own thoughts in your own mind. It's like they want you to be programmed. So like even like, for example, like the Kanye situation, mm-hmm. it's a lot of things. It's some of the, some things that Kanye said, I don't, I don't agree with it, but that's his opinion. I don't understand why we are so we getting worked up off, off of another man's opinion. That's how he feels. I don't gotta agree. Yeah. I don't. I don't have to. We don't have to. I don't have to cancel him. I don't gotta hate him. That's how he feel. That's not how I feel. Yeah. And <laughs> low key, low key. I mean, he's 
that's for another day. I'm not even. Oh boy, not, he's, 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 <laughs> Jay Swish is ready to get canceled up here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fall back. But yeah, I feel like this world, like this society, they just want you to have, want you to think like them and be programmed to a certain level of thinking. So it's just like, I'm not even surprised. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Like, well, we see. I know you're a fan of Tory Lanez. Just look at what happened with the. I mean, the whole trial is going. The truth's going to come out. It's going to come right. out here now because the court's going to reveal. It's been dragged that. out for way. T- it's been dragged out for way too long. Yeah, it has it. But people have been trying to cancel him and all the stuff that he went through, and he prevailed because he just kept dropping music and he's been on this independent route, and he, he's going to prove to be one of the most successful independent artists <laughs> of all time. And if he does beat his case, in which I'm hoping he does. Okay. I wouldn't sign with a major again. I wouldn't do it because I can make all this money independently. Right. Which he, which he been doing. Yeah. Which he's been doing. And, and, and even with him being blackballed and not being on certain, getting playlists, love and stuff like that. I don't know if you see his streams, he nearly streamed a billion, billion streams just this yeah. year off of, off of no playlist, no support, no nothing, just off of him and his fan base. And that's the show that, when you have a, a a a real fan base, you can stand the test of time. Like you know what I'm saying. Like some people, they just got clout on the internet, but they can't even get 50 people to come to a show. That's how you can really tell the tr- the, the the truth from the surface, right there. So if you have all these streams and all these numbers, you're that right. crazy. Do a show. Let's Cause, see what happens. Because a lot of artists, they're not putting in the groundwork. They're not outside. They're not linking up. With the with the DJs, they're not linking up with the bloggers. They're not linking up with people like you. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you gotta have a, a a solid foundation. You know what it. So sometimes having a solid foundation might take a little bit more time to get up there to the pedestal. But once you do, you're standing on solid ground. You you that's know it, man. That, that's why it's gonna be up from here for you. I I know already. But man, I appreciate that, bro. For real, thank you. You already know LeBron James calling out the whole Jerry Jones situation. I want to I want to get your thoughts on that as well because to me I think LeBron is in the right because how can we go at Kyrie for this? But where's the same energy when we're not calling out Jerry Jones for being in that segregation picture? Obviously, people be picking and choosing who they want to do certain things to and let and I'm not going to act like you know status and skin tone don't matter you know what i'm saying like people don't be having the same energy for everybody sometimes and that's just is what it is you know what i'm saying like it's nowadays it's like when certain things happen you see certain things do you are you it's like are you even surprised anymore it's just like no especially with that jerry jones situation when lebron james brought up that point that they're not gonna ask jerry jones that let's be honest it's because he's white he's gonna get a pass and then you got people like Skip Bayless talking about how, oh, he's a good guy. I never had any, like, bro. I, I think the oh. bigger disgrace is Stephen A. Smith defending. Oh, I him. said Skip Bayless. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, Steve, yeah Steve, Stephen A. Smith. Was, yeah. That's that's a huge disgrace. That's right. That's, that's clown behavior. I, I don't have time for Stephen A. Smith. I think he, he clowned himself yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, you know. What can you expect from Stephen A. Smith? He's just outspoken person. He says whatever he feels and shit. And that's 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 his experience. That's his experience. It still doesn't deny the fact what the actual facts is and what we're seeing in front of our face. We're not about to just avoid that just because 
you think he's a you said you had a good good experience with him and da 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 like come on bro yeah exactly he's he needs to stop looking for validation you know that we know what that is already he's trying to get validation from the, the upper white guy he's got to oh, yeah, stop exactly. you know what i mean <laughs> it just is what it is you know exactly. just stop it come back down to earth and, and just speak the truth that's it but, you know people priorities is different some people want to go up the ladder by any means necessary and and rub shoulders with whoever don't get on nobody's bad side or whatever like some people just don't have no integrity in this it is what it is exactly but man what do you have upcoming here besides these performances the upcoming project what else do you want to let your fans know um i just want to let them know that um the heat is never going to stop coming watch out for the uh my my line my fashion line and we got so many other things that in the works that i don't want to speak on yet till it's really in fruition but just know that i'm working and I'm not gonna let y'all down. And I really appreciate all the support that I've been getting from everybody. I appreciate you for even me having me on your platform. Like it's really love. Like you feel me? Like I really appreciate it. You already know, man. Don't call me nothing but him. Coming soon. For sure. We can even we can even close out with this producers that you're gonna be working with in the near future and ones that you feel as though that have really established your sound already. Yeah. Um. Shout out to my boy, um, TL out in Atlanta. Shout out to Fatboy Beats out in Atlanta. Um, I'm working with a producer right now. He's also an artist. Um, his name is El Saucy. Working with him right now. He's dope. So, you know, I'm just I'm just in the mix. You know, I'm working with, with all the producers. And I'm really in the studio with them, like, really creating the shit. It's not just, oh, send me a beat. Now nah, we cooking up together. Like, I like to I like to be with the person in the studio, really, like, vibing out. Because I feel like that's when the best work comes, you know, comes to play. And, and 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 building relationships because I I learned that relationships is is really a big thing and key in this game, like knowing knowing like who you know and could go a long way. Mm-hmm. They, they always say that it's who you know, not what you know. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yep. Play the game to change that game for sure. Jay Swishes, <laughs> thank you again, man, for coming on the show. They can follow you on Instagram and Twitter at Jay Swishes with two eyes instead of one in the Swishes. Yeah, yeah, two eyes instead of one. That's on every platform. Every platform, Jay Swishes. You already know. I'm really him available on all platforms. Thank you, Jay Swishes. Shout out to your management for setting us up. I look forward to seeing you on the big stages, getting all those billboards. And you want that mansion in Atlanta. That's coming soon, too. Nah, yeah, that's a fact. I love Atlanta. Like, I want to live out there. I want a big-ass mansion out there, you know, and just, like, really just, you know, enjoy myself and really, you know, you got to enjoy the fruits of your labor. And right now I'm working, and I'm never going to stop working. And hopefully... When I come back on your platform again, man, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a penthouse suite up in LA or some shit like that. I might invite you out. I'm like, yo, come let's do the interview in the penthouse suite in LA. Fuck it. For Why sure, not? man. I'd be down. Shout out to everything that you're doing and, and all these fruits of labor are going to be coming soon for you, man. Because I, I can tell just by listening to the songs and Juvanji, that that's got to shoot up. I mean, come on. <laughs> because it's the creativity behind it. It's like, how the hell? It's like one of those. It's You know what I can compare it to? And it's not in the same sounding wise. But when we look at songs, it's like cream. Cash rules right. everything around. Like, how the hell did they come up with that? Shit, like, when I was when I was um, recording Jumanji, um, I was in, I recorded these two projects in Atlanta. Like, I did mostly a lot of my new recordings in, in the A. Um, 
we was about to go. I, I was just finishing up like a long session. Like I was going to the studio every day from I, I wake up to like 12 midnight, maybe one in the morning type thing. And we was about to go to the um to the club. And I was just in that vibe. I was already saucy. I was already vibing. I'm just like, yo, let me let me let me make one more record before we leave the studio. And it so happened I made that record. And it should be when we heard when I after I finished recording it, everybody in the studio was just like, what the fuck? Like this shit, this shit is slapping. Like so and you were having really taco bell that. too yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know i try to i try to be i try to be really creative when i'm when i'm making my records like it's like that's what art is you know what i'm saying like i feel like i don't gotta do what everybody else is doing i'm gonna do me i'm gonna, I'm gonna make my own masterpiece you know what i'm saying there's no rules here. to this there's no rules to this shit no i think that that's the whole control mentality i think when you start thinking out of the box that's when you really change the game. Right. That's a fact. That's a fact. And now I'm really, I'm really just trying to make sure that people know that the type of artist that I am, I'm different. And and I'm a really creative person. And I'm all about quality. You know what I'm saying? Anything that comes from Jay Swish's camp is quality. Quality over so quantity all day for it. sure. All day. You already know. Jay Swishes, thanks again, man. Until next time. Man, I appreciate you, bro. You already know, man. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your night. Stay safe out there, all right? Uh, you too, bro. Peace out, man. Uh, peace out.